Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. Um, I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with Jack Balsley. And we have a very, very special guest today, Mr. Connor Panipacker. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. You got it, man. Um, he is a Philadelphia 76ers fan. And based on what I saw in his profile, it looks like he is just a Philly fan through and through with every team on there. I do believe I saw the Eagles, so I'm sure... You're really happy with where your Eagles currently are right now. Definitely oh, yeah. have, We're definitely have point. some, uh, <laughs> a lot of potential, you know, definitely yep. can, can get to that Super Bowl and everything. Um, but yeah, Connor, so what we wanted to do, and, and, and obviously I reached out to you about this because I wanted to um, preview the Denver Nuggets and the Philadelphia 76ers. They have a very big matchup tomorrow. Um, both teams are doing very, very well this season. The Sixers are currently on a, I believe it was a six-game winning streak right yep. now, definitely playing well. Embiid is balling out of his mind. You know, James Harden's playing well. Tyrese Maxey has been playing very well, especially since coming back from his injury. Um, you know, and I think they're starting to really figure things out on the perimeter with the defense, you know, letting Matisse Thybul get his minutes and things like that. Um, but, Connor, before we get into the particulars here, I wanted you to just introduce yourself, you know, tell us how long you've been not only just a basketball fan, but, of course, a Sixers fan. Um, and then we will get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, so obviously my name's Connor. Um, I've been a basketball fan pretty much my entire life. Uh, I'm 28 now. So, you know, I've been rooting for the Sixers forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about two hours outside of Philly roughly. So it's uh, it's always been the Sixers for me. So, Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um Obviously, being being a Sixers fan, so you've you've seen you were going through the like the Iverson years and and the years after the fact where you know the Sixers the Sixers definitely had some ups and downs, just like obviously yeah. with 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 our Denver Nuggets. So I think I think we we both kind of understand how that how that goes, right? Um, yep. But yeah, obviously, the last tough years, but we made it through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's 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 all we can do. And and of course, right now, um, you know, like I mentioned before, the Sixers are playing very well, um, especially Joel Embiid, who it's, I mean, if it wasn't for Luca averaging what thirty four whatever points per game, I mean, Joel Embiid could be right there, and and it's still very possible that he might win the scoring title. Yeah, um, it's definitely, definitely possible. Now, let's going going back to the last two seasons. Right. Obviously, Joel Embiid has been a huge MVP favorite, you know, essentially, you know, for 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 most people. Um, what were your thoughts like the last two years? Obviously, the MVP went to Nikola Jokic. But what were your thoughts in terms of why Joel Embiid did not get any of those those trophies? <clears throat> well, I think and. And a lot of people, I think, would agree with me. It's it's the games played, and his availability. Okay. Um, you know, if he if he plays so many more games, you know, I think he he would have had a better chance to win the MVP compared to Jokic because you know Jokic played a lot more. But um, yeah, I think I think most of it's just the games played. Gotcha, gotcha. I, you know what? I think I think a lot of people would agree with that um, yeah. because just just looking back last season, I think um, when a lot of the voters for the MVP award kind of made themselves known because I think some of them try to stay in the background because they don't want people, you know, yeah. going on Twitter and talking <laughs> trash to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but the the ones that did make themselves known, 
a lot of people did have Joel Embiid. A lot of people did, even still with the availability um, disparity, like you mentioned. Um, but I think skill wise, he's he absolutely can win it. I mean, yeah. there's no there's no question. I mean, even from, you know, from as a Nuggets fan, I can like I don't take away anything from Joel Embiid because I I mean, the way that he plays this aggression and, and he plays with like he he almost takes every game personal. It almost feels yeah. that way to me. And I think that is probably the biggest difference between him and Nikola Jokic. Nikola mm-hmm. Jokic doesn't seem to care. Like when he plays, it's just like every game feels the same to him. But it almost yep. like Joel Embiid watching him play. It's like his aggression, like looking at the way, you know, playing against the Nets the other night. And you could tell um, he's posting up against Ben Simmons and like yep. trash talking and doing the whole, you know, the whole suck it thing to the crowd. It was like, bro, <laughs> you know, what, what are you, what are your, what were your thoughts? Um, and, and, and Jack, I want you to, to, yeah. to, to chime in here. Um, just what were your thoughts the other night after that matchup uh, against the Nets? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that it just, it showed as two Eastern conference powerhouses, it really just showed who is, who is who I know Katie's out and <laughs> he made it known on Twitter talking trash to him beat as well, which was, which was funny. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the Sixers, they have been dominant all season, but they're really on this really strong stretch. So that's what makes this game also very interesting for Saturday. And the fact that both teams have are resting since yesterday. So you get really healthy teams. So I think it's going to be a great matchup, but yeah, that game, it, it was, it was good to see just a lot of, a lot of good basketball and watching Simmons pass it out every five seconds rather than taking a shot. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Connor, what actually, what are your thoughts on Ben Simmons? If, if, if I, I, cause as a Sixers fan, um, obviously going back to the playoff series against the Atlanta Hawks and, um, you know, seeing how that whole situation ended with the whole back and forth with Ben and Doc Rivers and all that. What have, what has your thoughts been about Ben Simmons ever since then? Uh, you know, not, not great. (laughs) Um, you know, he had, he had a couple of good years here and, um, you know, I I was kind of a, a little bit of a skeptic of Ben when he came into the league because I, you know, jump shots, a big thing in the league, but, um, yeah, the whole situation was, was messy to say the least. Right. And um, I'm glad they they've both figured out a way to kind of move in a different direction. But um, yeah, I was happy when we got rid of him, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, that's 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 fair. It's it's just interesting to hear um, because you, you talked about you know being a skeptic when he came into the league. But if you're being if if we're being honest here, he was really hyped. Like he really was. hype when he first came into the league, everybody was like, you know, this is the 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 second coming of LeBron because of the play style and the, yep. you know, this playmaking tall guy. Because what Ben is what maybe what six ten something like 6'10". that, um, you know. So a lot of comparisons to LeBron when he came in. So definitely hype. But I mean, you're absolutely correct. Like I saw, I mean, just the last couple games, it's the fact that he just would not really attempt shots. I mean, he attempted a couple hook shots against Embiid, and I think that was just him trying to, you know, flex his muscles a little bit. But, of course, in the end, you know, it didn't really do much. Um, <laughs> although Kyrie tried his best. Kyrie Kyrie yeah, was yeah. balling. That boy yeah, that was, was a balling. good game. It was. It was. And I do like Nick Claxton a whole lot. Like, the fact, yeah. man, yeah. his – the way that he has improved over the past couple seasons is crazy. Like, right now, I mean – He's pretty much averaging like three and a half blocks a game. It is insane. Like that yeah, one was, block on Embiid. He's a he's was a impressive. potential uh, defensive player of the year this year. I mean, as he as he should, and he, and he showed it against Embiid. So that was uh, that was impressive. Yeah, it was definitely definitely impressive. Um, so Jack, I'll, I'll let you let you chime in here. Yeah. Um, obviously, what we're what we're here for, the Nuggets. <laughs> And the Sixers. I think what the game starts, I believe, maybe 1 p.m., something like that, Mountain Time tomorrow. I know it's an earlier yeah, game. it is. It is. Definitely an earlier PM. game tomorrow. So, Jack, how? what are your thoughts going into this game? And and this is all with the, the caveat, if Jokic and Embiid both play. Yeah. Because with this load management thing that's going on in the league right now, obviously, we don't even know for sure. We yeah. don't know. We might we might do all of this hyping this whole thing up, and then tomorrow <laughs> we hear, oh, this one's sitting out, or this one's sitting out. It could yeah. happen. 
But let's just say both teams are healthy going into this matchup tomorrow. Jack, how do you feel about the game? What, what do you think the result will be? Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, both teams are hot. So you're really going to see, I think it's going to be similar to that Nets game of just a, a high scoring grit, grit shown. You know, I think, like you said, it's really up to availability. I know everybody was excited for Jokic versus Giannis, and then they sat out Jokic last minute. So I, I think with both teams having their last game Wednesday, the NBA as well as the teams themselves are really trying to get these players healthy and give them enough rest so that they can – so that honestly, for views, so that all players are playing. But, right. you know, fully healthy rosters, I, just, I see an intense battle because – the, the beauty of Jokic and Embiid is that they play such different games. And obviously there's similarities, but the, the reason why they were in MVP voting these past few years was for different reasons. So it, it's going to be interesting to see both those play styles, especially with how Denver's been getting better defensively. Obviously Philly's just a great defensive team in, in general too. So, you know, and it, it's really going to go down to, for me as well as how Harden performs, because, you know, he might, He'll he'll get he could either get 15 assists or or 30 points, you know, so or both. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, really, really, it's going to be about really how the others, how each team can contain the other one, because both could just dominate a game versus the other way. Gotcha. 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 Now, do you have the Nuggets winning? I will say yes, but that is definitely obviously because of load management. We'll see. But I think. I, you know, it could be Philly. I, I, I'm going to go lean into my bias a little bit more, but yeah, I right. think that this is understandable. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I don't think it's like, uh, you know, you'll see some Nuggets fans on Twitter saying like, it's going to be a blowout. Everybody's going to own everybody. Like, I don't think it's going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think it'll be super close, but you know, I'll, I'll give the Nuggets to, on this one. Gotcha. Connor, same question. Talk to me. What are your thoughts about the matchup? Um, and what is the end result of that game in your opinion? Well, like Jack was saying, I, I think it's going to be a close game. Hopefully there is no load management for anybody. Hopefully, yeah. uh, and this will be like, I guess the first time both teams have been, you know, fully healthy and, uh, since, since they matched up a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think like Jack said, it's going to be a close game. Um, I guess it, it, it would depend on, you know, how the secondary core players play, you know, like the Hardens and the Jamal Murray's MG right. PJs. Um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and take my Sixers in a close <laughs> yeah. one, but it, I think it will be high scoring like the Nets. Uh, hopefully it's a, it's a good game for everybody watching. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, and I, I will say probably one of the, the other updates is uh, Michael Porter Jr. is back with the Nuggets. Um, I did see that. Um, I can't remember who posted it, but I did see a picture of him in practice today um, with the team. So obviously that's that's good for the Nuggets if he is available to play um, tomorrow. Because, I mean, I think you need to have as much firepower going against a hot Sixers team. Yeah. Because yep. especially if Joel Embiid has a Joel Embiid game, which is pretty regular for him now, <laughs> um, you know, if James Harden plays well in that playmaker role and truth be told, he, he pretty much always had played pretty well against the nuggets, even going back to like his Houston Rockets days, but that was him, like him and Clint Capella, they would destroy the nuggets in the pick and roll. And it yeah. was just ugly. So to, I mean, he can do that on an even a higher scale right now with Joel Embiid. Um, and it would, you know, it'll be even worse for the nuggets, obviously, if, Tyrese Maxey is hitting his threes because once he's spacing the floor and then of course with Tobias Harris and you know what uh Connor I did want to ask you about what are your thoughts on Tobias Harris because I've seen a lot of Sixers fans be kind of all over the place with him um you know like some people think he's like really good and then some people don't want him on the team what are your thoughts on Tobias Harris yeah I love Tobias Harris I've always been a fan since the trade um he's he does everything you know um I think a lot of people don't so much like him. I think they like him, but they don't like the money he's making. Got it. That's that he puts up. I think people want his contract to match like LeBron numbers, but it's just, you know, I don't think that'll happen. But I've, like I said, I've always liked Tobias. I think he's a good role player. Um, You know, he does everything. He he scores, he he gets boards, he passes the ball. Plays a little defense here and there, so 
Gotcha. I, I like Tobias. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, listen, I know I didn't. I don't want to keep you on here too long, but I did. I did have one question here for you, and then yep. um, Jack, you can ask him a question as well. Mm-hmm. But us as Nuggets fans, right? Um, you know, with with the Nuggets never winning a championship so far in the franchise's history, a lot of us are very, very, you know, we're we're very optimistic about this season right now. Um, yep. You know, for the fact that one, we have you know, a player who is a generational talent, um, but now he has help, you know, with the Jamal Murrays, like you mentioned, and the Michael Porter Juniors and all these different guys. Um, but of course, with KCP, Bruce Brown, I think those guys are probably the biggest difference makers mm-hmm. um, because, you you know, you mentioned it, that second core of guys, you need to have quality players. Yep. You know, you can't just put have like two good guys and you just put a bunch of random guys who don't know how to play basketball and think you're about yeah. to win a championship doesn't really happen very often. Right. Um, but from the outside looking in you being a Sixers fan, what are your thoughts on the Denver nuggets? Right. I want to, I want to know, because obviously we believe that we have a chance to win a championship this season. What do you think as a Sixers fan, what do you think about the nuggets? I, they scare me. They do. I mean, okay. You know, they're they're healthy now and they have, uh, you know, that one of their biggest problems the last few seasons has been their perimeter defense, you know, and they had a Bruce Brown who he was on the net. So I, I saw a lot of him. Um, they they do scare me. I mean, if we if we would match up in a in a NBA finals, I think <laughs> man, the ratings for that series. Oh, yeah. Through the roof. <laughs> a good series for sure. But, uh, yeah, they're good, man. And, you know, Jokic, MPJ, um, Murray, all them guys out there, you know, they got a, they got a squad. They do. Man, that's cool, for man. Sure, for sure. What about you, Jack? Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, I think the only question I had was uh, I know a, a common topic that we talk about is like trade, uh, trading, especially with the deadline coming up the ninth. What are you either looking to get? What do you think the Sixers should really be getting rid of and or bringing in? Like, is it, what are the holes you're still seeing? Um, I, they're so as good as they are. Yeah. I still think they need a little bit better perimeter defense. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Maxi, you know he's he's been up and down the past few years. Um, so I think if they were going to upgrade anything, I'd say a little bit on the perimeter because. Obviously, Joel can hold it down in the in the middle, yeah. down in the paint. Um, so if if they were, I don't know who would be available, but I would definitely say something about the perimeter defense. Okay, for sure. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, listen, Connor, it this has been this has been a pleasure, man. Um, this Absolutely. has been a pleasure. It's 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 always interesting to me to talk to just basketball fans who have the ability to see things from a neutral standpoint because i think listen i mean you know like i said before i mean most of us try not to be biased but there is going to be some level of bias in in our takes but i think it is a skill to be able to still look at the game of basketball and say Mm -hmm. that guy's good yeah that guy's good because this whole we live in a society now where everybody is trolling and they want to you know be savage with their comments and all that (laughs) listen man we can still respect like i'm a Huge Jokic fan, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, you sure. like, I will defend Joel Embiid if somebody says he's trash. Like, come yeah. on, he's not like, like, don't do yeah. that. You see what I mean? It's like, it's just that part of the game is just so unnecessary. Um, and I feel like anytime you see any post on Twitter that's praising Embiid or praising Jokic, you all you gotta do is click the, the tweet, scroll yep. down, all you see is something about Jokic, something yeah. about Embiid. And this post is not even about the other one, but it's yeah. like People feel the need to to have to do that nowadays. Um, so now nah, it, it it it's been a pleasure, you know, talking to you about this stuff today. I wanted I wanted to uh, you know just kind of get a different perspective, not yeah. on not only on just this matchup that we have coming tomorrow, but just your thoughts on the team in general from a different uh, a different viewpoint. So we definitely appreciate having you on here today, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like I said, man, I, I love both guys. I got a I got a Jokic jersey hanging in my closet. He's one of my <laughs> there favorite you go. players. Talk about there respect. I like it. So. <laughs> there you go. 
I like that. Well, listen, man, um, we will we'll definitely um, talk to you again moving forward um, with everything here. Um, I'll reach out to you even so after the game. We'll see. Obviously, we'll see how the game goes tomorrow. Yep. Um, and this is obvious. This is going to be is this this is the first matchup between the teams this yeah. season, right? March okay, 27th. So, okay, perfect. So what we'll do if if we can we can probably do this again before the next matchup if everybody's available and we get you on Absolutely. here. Absolutely. You know, we see how it goes. But uh, like I said before, man, we appreciate having you on here, man. Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. All right, man. All right. Let's do this here. All right, Jack. So yeah. obviously with, with everything moving forward, um, you know, with with the Nuggets and, and obviously with this with this matchup that we have tomorrow, it's it's going to be huge. Yep. It is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, and you, you already know, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hype, we're going to hype this all the way up. Yeah. Um, and it's not just us, but you know, just other Nuggets fans, all the Sixers fans. And I think either way this game goes, if the Nuggets win, the Nuggets lose, you're going to mm. get oh. a lot of trash oh, talking on either side. Oh, um, you know, just so, so other than, other than that game, um, yeah. What were your thoughts the other night, you know, after the Nuggets lost to the Milwaukee Bucks, but obviously playing without everybody? Uh, yeah. What were, what were your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, a funny, I mean, a funny small stat. They've Nuggets have only scored 99 points in the last three games, which I thought was interesting with one being a win. So, you know, I got to love the, the continuity that they bring. But yeah, last night, I mean, or what was it? Uh, Wednesday. I, I yeah. think that, uh, you know, I was very surprised, very surprised that it was 99-107. Like, I I was looking at, like, a solid, like, 130 to, like, like 90. I don't know. But like, yeah, you thought, like, so you thought it, you thought the Nuggets were going to get absolutely Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. because I knew Giannis was playing. And, I mean, they had everybody, but I think even Middleton played, obviously, in mid Oh, in, they, uh, they played. They played. The only person yeah. that didn't play for the Bucks that night, I believe, was Bobby Portis. Okay. Um, because he was out with an injury, but everybody else was available. Yeah, I mean, and while you still got Middleton on unlimited minutes, just the fact that the the team played the way they did, it, it was really impressive. I know AG, st- you wanted AG to step up, and he did. So that, I mean, that I really liked to see that. But seeing guys like I don't, it was tough. Some shooting was a little little wonky. I know three points. Uh, Unc- Uncle Jeff here, he he was not shooting too <laughs> hot, but you know. You can't you can't win them all with everybody. I think my only real issue was Bones still shooting yeah. shooting bad. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, how were you thinking for it? Oh man, I, I'll be honest. Um, I was actually pretty happy. Yeah. I was pretty happy with just the fight. Um, I just thought, obviously, like you said, the game definitely had blowout potential because I yeah. think when you play against a team that's spearheaded by Giannis, I mean, they're always going to have a huge possibility of winning that game. Um, but the Nuggets, they they kept up, you know. Bruce yeah. Brown, I'm I'll be honest with you, man. Bruce Brown is is probably my favorite player on the Nuggets right now, other yeah. than Nikola Jokic, for sure. Um, because I I like just his style of play. He seems to be very versatile. <laughs> I mean, he is a player who has. I mean, he's actually gotten a triple double this season. Yeah, you know, he he has that ability to do a little bit of everything. And you like players like that. You mm-hmm. like players who, one, they have a specialty, which obviously is his defense. Mm-hmm. And two, they have the ability to to adjust their game, you yeah. know. And and obviously he's shooting a career high in the three-point, um, behind the three-point line right now, as is, I, I believe, a number of Nuggets players. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but like I said, Bruce Brown to me, I mean, he rebounds. He gets in the passing lanes. and I, So I love him. I love um, KCP. Obviously he's been playing very well. Christian Brown, another another player that that has that ability as well. Yeah. But for that game in particular, I'll be honest, I'm actually starting to like um, Zeke Naji. I'm starting okay. to see I'm starting to see more okay. of his ability. The more that he gets playing time, now yeah. I won't I won't go out on a limb and say that he is the savior of like the second <laughs> unit or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but I do I do believe that. Um, his potential is there and you can, you can actually see it um, now. So I still think the nuggets do have some moves to make, uh, you yep. know, with, with maybe a, a backup center. I, I'm definitely, I'm not sold on Deandre Jordan, but he, he can still, he can still play a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I see Deandre Jordan as being more of a third string guy for sure. yeah, for as sure. opposed to, you know, a second string. 
Um, because I mean, I, I think sometimes you just have to have players that are good teammates, Yeah, you know, because as, I, I think we don't, maybe because we don't see them too much on the court doing a lot yeah. of stuff, you know, we kind of don't really talk about it. Look at, look at Udonis Haslam in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time? And, and, and answer, and, and think about this, think about this, you know, clear. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time Udonis Haslam had a highlight in the NBA? Oh, I mean, when was the last time he averaged more than like a point a game? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. No, but it's true, though. He still gets paid. It's true. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I mean, I think that's the beauty of Bruce Brown as well is not only that he's stepping up into a very specific role that Denver needed. He's there as a as a teammate. And you just love to see that because he's he's really in it for the Nuggets. Like, it feels like the win's a win for the team, not a win for him. And I, I think that's yeah. the beauty of the Nuggets team and also why they I feel like they get less coverage. I mean, you could talk about Denver being a lower market, but I think the fact that these guys, they're, they're, they're just playing team basketball where you get a team like the Nets where there are a lot of, it's a lot of individual personalities. Right. And it's just, I mean, it, it might my, what, mesh well with them as, as you've seen, they're still doing great. But I think that it's those teams in, in any sport where you really love to see them win because they were doing it for each other less than like the clout or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I've really liked to see those guys, you know, but yeah, I, I think my kind of dark horse favorite player right now is, is probably, I mean, I guess it's not as much of a dark horse, but it was going to be Bruce Brown. I really like Kankar too. I, I think gotcha, the, gotcha. the issue with him and Najee is just, it seems like when they, when they bring them in, they kind of sh- fall short and then, but then like you but then they don't bring them in that much because they fell short and then it's just the cycle of not being able to see what they can evolve into so right it it's tough cuz these games are really the ones where you're going to see their success or failure yeah and i mean of course you know you know like you mentioned with uh with Jeff Green coming back you know i think that does take away time from both Zeke Naji and uh Vladko yeah. You know, because he's, you know, he's a veteran and, and of course he still dunks on people's faces. So <laughs> I think that in itself, you kind of just want that. Yeah. You know, you like you like to have players that have that ability, um, you know, but like we like we spoke about, obviously, with with Connor, um, you know, I think this this matchup, this matchup tomorrow is going to kind of set the precedent for a lot of things moving forward, because if mm-hmm. you look at it. Um, even with the MVP rankings right now, they have like Joel Embiid has moved past a lot of people on those yeah. rankings a lot, especially as of late. And um, so right now he's sitting uh, like on the NBA.com as well as the basketball reference um, MVP rankings. Joel Embiid is number two on both lists now. Yeah. So he has surpassed Jason Tatum and and everybody else who who was in front of him. Um, so, of course. Right. So it, it, it kind of feels like it's it's lining up very similar to last year, yeah. you know, with, with, with Nikola Jokic. Um, but of course now I think the biggest difference that Jokic has in comparison to last year is the fact that the biggest argument against him last year was the, the fact that he was not like a top seed, yeah. you know, so being a six seed last year, but now being the first seed and the Nuggets, let's just say the Nuggets win this game against the Sixers, yeah. the Nuggets would actually have the best record in the league. Yeah. So, so I think that in itself, or at least tied for it, because I yeah. think, um, yeah, I think it'll be tied for it. Yeah, they would, um, but I think the tiebreaker. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think that in itself is very impressive, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all kind of knew that the Nuggets could win a bunch of games this season, especially coming back healthy. I mean, any yeah. basketball fan could kind of, I mean, you think about it, when your t- when a team is fully healthy and you have your stars, you're gonna at least compete. Yeah, um, yeah. You and know. if the Nuggets were able to, you know, not even go into a play in last year and still made a legitimate yeah. spot in a sixth seed yeah. um, to make the playoffs last year, still very impressive. Missing two of the set, the set like your second and third best yeah. player. Come on, most yeah. teams can't do that. Most teams cannot do that at all. Yeah, I mean, I think it also really helped elevate the the third best player from MPJ to Aaron Gordon because, right. you know, I know that is still controversial, but I think not starting. It's I, yeah, I know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I, I think it's starting to transition to where that's more of just like the solidified how people view the Nuggets with right. Jokic, then Jamal, and then Gordon. So, I mean, I, I you know, it, it was it was a tough season to watch, especially. I mean, I feel like the toughest seasons are when 
you know you have the players, but you know, or but they're not available. So it's right. like you're, you're, it's, there's just so many what ifs. So to see it unfold now exactly the way it's going, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better season and a better start. So it's going to be tough, and hopefully the team takes the 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 couple losses here on off the you know. Hopefully they don't take it too hard because you know it's it's tough. I mean they had the they had these injuries and they had sitting time, so right. I know the fans are going to freak out about it. But I think this this next game coming in with the Sixers, I mean it's going to be a hot matchup because both teams are still hot. I mean I know people are going to say with Nuggets losing, but of course those are also the people that don't check who is playing the game. So we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a really hot matchup. Gotcha. 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 Now, you know, talking about obviously with the injuries and all these different things that the Nuggets have had to deal with over the past couple of years, Mm -hmm. um, I did have this question. Right. And this question does come down to a lot of people being extremely one sided. Right. And 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 very close minded when it comes to their team, because I'm realizing this. When the Nuggets were missing, especially the last two years, when they were missing Jamal Murray and, of course, Michael Porter um, for a huge chunk of time, it was it was all well. The Nuggets suck. Yeah, that's pretty much all I heard. I mean, yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Like Everybody was like, oh, man, the Nuggets are trash. They can't get past the first round. They yeah. can't do like that's literally all I saw. Oh, yeah. But here's the but here's the problem. If you're able to keep that label on the Nuggets because of injury, why doesn't it apply to your team? <laughs> like that is a like that is a legitimate yeah. question that I have yeah. because here's the thing. Um a Warriors fan was talking trash to me last year when the Nuggets lost to the Warriors in the playoffs, right? And I yeah. asked them one simple question and to this day, <laughs> January 22nd, 2023, I still haven't gotten a response. <laughs> so I like they said, dude, the Nuggets suck. Like we just beat them in five games. Yep. Um, you know, you know, you got Jokic, but but you know, y'all can't beat a fully powered Warriors team. Oh, go mm, figure, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They said, you know, but I said, but you know, the Nuggets were missing Jamal Murray. They were missing Michael Porter. They said, well, that doesn't matter. Injuries don't matter. I said, okay, well then that's cool. So if if that's the case, can you please explain to me what happened when Steph was without clay yeah that was that was all my question that was my question literally yeah. my question i said when clay was not there and there were other moments where like draymond was not available and stuff like that yeah what exactly happened to the warriors yeah and to this day i have not gotten a response because the answer to that is they did not even make the play-in yeah or the playoffs so it's okay. like you can't look at one person's team and and I'm hearing the same thing from Suns fans right now, too. You're oh, getting yeah. a lot of that from Phoenix Suns because, of course, they swept the Nuggets in the second round two years ago. So yep. ever since then, it's been this thing where they're like, you know, the Suns and four guy who got famous off of that whole scenario, which was dumb. Um, <laughs> but that whole thing, it's like it's been a lot of trash talk from certain fans the past two years, especially Suns and Warriors fans. Yeah, And, and it's just interesting that, the Suns are going through that injury situation right now with Devin mm-hmm. Booker not playing. And of course they're not playing as well as, you know, they have been the last couple of years, but I'm, I don't want to hear the excuses anymore. I just yeah. don't, because if you were, if you didn't give the nuggets that same leeway, I don't want to hear it about any other teams. If you're yeah. injured. Oh, well, Oh, well, if you're injured, no, it just means you suck. That's yeah. because that's all I heard yeah, yeah. for years. Like what, what, I'm sure you heard the same thing, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, and and the funny, I mean, the funniest part about the Warriors too is not only did they not make the play, and they were the second overall pick in the draft. Like, right. you got to be bad, <laughs> you got to be a bad team at least for a season to be the second overall pick. And the irony is that it's not even working out with Wiseman. So, Correct. you know, but yeah, I mean, and you see the Suns, they were they were terrible in the last like 20 games. I know CP3 is coming back, so there's there's more hope and there's more that the cohesion's coming a little bit back to the game. But I mean, as is Booker playing, I think he's still out. If I'm no, he's, not... he's still out. He hasn't, yeah, okay. he hasn't played um, since the, the last matchup with the nuggets. Um, yeah, well, I think, remember okay. he played, you know, he played for like the first, and it was so funny because the nuggets were still winning yeah. that game. Mind you, like yeah. all those Booker minutes when they yeah. had everybody, the nuggets were winning. Mind <laughs> you, it's a quick reminder. Suns yep. fans. Yeah. Um, because all I heard was, oh, well, the Nuggets would not have won the game if Booker never got injured. Yeah. Listen, bro, the Nuggets were winning already. 
but yeah. I digress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he hasn't, he hasn't played since then. I don't think. Yeah. And I mean, it just, it's just, I mean, you can do this in any sport, but if your best players are out, you're going to play bad. Like that's just, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And so, <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, it's funny too, because with Boston, I know you couldn't, anybody couldn't say anything because they Denver, a healthy Denver team beat a healthy Boston team fair and square and by a good margin too. So, I mean, I, th- I think that's where it's starting to kind of shut up people and kind of show how important their team was. And I, of course the off season additions make a huge difference looking at the bench last year as well. But yeah, I mean, it's, it is tough because it's like you want to say something, but then you know how they act and they'll bring up something else that's still wrong. Like you're still incorrect about this one thing, this minor detail you forgot to say. Yeah. So, you know, I, I it's, it's, you kind of got to take it on the chin, but at the same time, I mean, you see these teams the, the with the Grizzlies, they were having issues or actually, it's funny. I think the Grizzlies were the one team that were like, they wouldn't have a star player and they'd act, they'd still pl- play really well. Cause it's like now they're at a full team. Oh, that was the other thing. Denver beat Memphis with the full roster. I the, nuggets, the Nuggets have beaten a lot of fully healthy yeah. teams as of late. I mean, yeah. going back to like even the Miami Heat. I mean, mm-hmm. like you mentioned before, um, the Boston Celtics, um, the Grizzlies, like these teams, yeah. I mean, they had everybody. Yeah. You know, and the Nuggets still won those games. So, of course, and I, I, honestly, I think that is really my reasoning for saying that I think this can be the year for the Nuggets. And and I truly believe they have everything they need as long as they go into the playoffs healthy. Um, Because I just want, I just want the Nuggets to have a chance, man. You know, obviously we, we, we got a little tease in the bubble where they were like right there. You know, that one misassignment, you know, by Mason Plumlee, Anthony Davis wide open for three, like, bro, Uh, come on. Like I, I still have nightmares about that jump (laughs) shot to this day. Um, But I don't know what it is, man. Something about, something about the Lakers, the Lakers always give them the the Nuggets problems. Yeah. Um, But I think this is a different Nuggets team. And the reason I say that is because um, usually in the past, us as Nuggets fans, we, you know, we go into certain games and we're like, oh, this is definitely a trap game. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know, you're playing, you know, but then again, OKC usually plays the Nuggets really well. I think mm-hmm. all divisional rivals always yeah. play well against yeah. the others. Yeah. Um, but anytime we play a team that may not have like their best players or they're just a bad team. Yeah. In the past, it's always been I'll tell you last year I made a lot of money. And here's what here's, here's how. <laughs> because I made a lot of money betting on the opposing team when the team was really bad. Mm-hmm. Because those are the times where the Nuggets would play down to the competition. Yep. But the sports books didn't know that. The sports books would always, you know, they say the Nuggets are better. Yep. So let me do this. And I would put money on the other team and do a little parlay. Man, I walked away with hundreds <laughs> of dollars just off that alone. But that ain't working this year. Yeah. Because this Nuggets team, they're not playing that game. And they're like, okay, we're playing Houston tonight. We know we're yeah. better than Houston. Yeah we're going to show that we're better than Houston. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously right now the Nuggets being the number one seed in the West. Um, I, I guess my question to you would be, do you think, do you think the Memphis Grizzlies still think that they don't have a problem in the West? Cause they've been losing a lot of games <laughs> to a lot of Western conference teams as of late. Well, let's make let's make note as the Denver legend Shannon Sharp. Since that incident, they are on a four game losing streak. Yep. And the I, it's funny because as you were talking about it, I was, I was thinking of the idea of like who really is going to finish out in these seedings. And to finish on the Grizzlies, though, I think they still got it in them if they're healthy. But they just they have that ego that the Suns had that where it's just and and kind of what I was talking about earlier and why you like teams like the Nuggets or even the Warriors. I mean, I feel like the most annoying part about the Warriors is just their fans. But right. like with these teams that are more just head down, like Steph isn't all in your face about how good he is. Like he'll yeah. he'll gloat a little bit, but like when it's deserved. But um I think the teams that are really cocky that are playing well that irrational you, confidence. Yep, like yeah, you, you see them fall yeah. apart. You always see them fall apart. Um, and then to kind of make an NFL reference with the bills, I mean, just like the, just like the talent, you think all oh, the talents all there, all perfect. They're set, but then they just once in a matchup, it's like, well, that they're not playing how they're supposed to. So right. I'm really curious how this seating goes, but I mean, my question to you would be, 
when you got Luca just is out now officially for I think it was a couple weeks or day to day. Okay. And then with the Pelicans not having Zion or BI, I mean, how are you seeing this seeding kind of end up at least maybe at least until the all-star break? Right. Um, well, I mean, I, I still, I still, I see the Nuggets maintaining. Yeah. Um, I see them definitely maintaining that that number one spot. Um, you know, surprisingly, I actually, I actually see the Sacramento Kings moving up even more. Okay. You know, I, I think that team is very surprising, man. I'll tell yeah. you, I did not expect the Sacramento Kings to be the third seed in the West right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did not. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I have a lot of respect for Demontis Sabonis, especially. Um, I mean, I know Darion Fox can play, but yeah. I've I've never really been the biggest uh, Darion Fox fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Demontis Sabonis in his just his style of play is like the style of play that I enjoy personally, probably yeah. because you know our star player. That's yeah. you know he specializes yeah. in all those things for sure. For sure. Um, I just like I like selfless. I like selfless yeah. players. I like selfless guys who. Yes, they can put their head down and dominate when need be, but they love to get their teammates involved. And um, Sabonis, he shows that, you know, and obviously yeah. we spoke about him before, even Shangoon. And it just mm-hmm. sucks that Shangoon is on such a crappy team. <laughs> um, but I'll be, I'll be honest. I think I think Shangoon, it, the Houston Rockets can can do two things. Yeah, they can be smart and make Shangoon the face of their franchise and build mm-hmm. around him mm-hmm. or they can keep being a trash team. and him not be the specialty in their offense because if they think they're gonna get back to to prominence solely being led by jalen green and kevin porter jr yeah you are severely (laughs) um now not to say that those guys can't be a huge part of it yeah but you have to build around shangun he is the most talented player on that team most talented player and if you're going to use the Jokic blueprint that's the direction you go. Let him be your point of offense for sure. and you build around those guys. But of course, you know, like you mentioned um, with the top four seeds and everything like that um, with, if, if Zion comes back healthy. Yeah. Um, and I think this is kind of just going even further past the all-star break. Cause we're actually getting pretty close to that. Um, yeah, my days are, my days are mixing together. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, the all-star all that man, everything is moving so fast now. It's, I know it's, it's pretty insane. But, you know, with the all-star break coming up soon and everything, um, it, it'll be interesting. But I, I, I see Sacramento moving up. I would yeah. not be I'll, – I'll be honest. I'm, I would, And this may be a, a, a hot take, but I would not be surprised if Sacramento going into the playoffs – and, like, I think they'll still be the third seed. I yeah. think they'll the, the Kings will be a top-four seed going into the playoffs. I know there's still some time, yeah. um, you know, before that happens, but I do think the Kings are, are – they're built that way, you know, yeah. and I really like the way that they have been playing recently. Um, the Pelicans, obviously, I think the Pelicans are going to be scary for any team in the playoffs oh, yeah. if they are fully healthy, because dealing with Zion by himself is a handful. That is mm-hmm. that is a monster of a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I yeah. can you can you can you imagine <laughs> Zion running into you like just full force no bro i'm not taking no charge terrifying i'm i'm not i'm not doing that but yeah that's kind of how i see it i mean of course memphis will still be up there yeah um i think that irrational confidence that they have i think it'll still kind of keep them in the mix but like you said once the playoffs start hey man you got to be as focused as possible and if if you lose focus based on the fact that your ego is too big yeah then you know obviously that's going to be a problem um but yeah i do i do think the nuggets maintain that seed um but i'll tell you in the east though hey i think i yo i think the sixers are are coming for that 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 top spot they very well could yeah i mean the the celtics the celtics are on what maybe what a three or four game losing streak yep they're on three game um, losing streak so it's like they're they're those teams are going in the different directions like yeah yeah. the sixers are finding their stride and they're moving up yep you know but boston is starting and and it's almost it almost seems comical now how many times i've seen a post game um interview with jalen brown Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Oh man, you know, um, you know, we just, we just, we weren't aggressive enough tonight, man. How many times have y'all listen, <laughs> listen to like a, a, a interview, right? And it's always the same response from NBA players. Like you ask an NBA player this, and th- even if they win or lose, their response yeah. is very similar. It always goes like this. So such and such, um, how did you guys win tonight? Oh man, you know, we were just being <laughs> aggressive, man. We we were, you know, we, we were playing aggressive. We were listening to our coaches. Okay, cool. Now let's just say they lose the game. Yeah. So 
such and such, how'd you how'd how'd you guys lose the game? Oh man, we just weren't aggressive enough. And it's always the same <laughs> yeah. answer, but in yeah, reverse. Yeah, for sure. It's like, um, so why can't you be aggressive all the it, time? Yeah, yeah. It, That's it, just it, my it, thing. Like, bro, if you're paying me millions of dollars for me to be good at something, yeah, I'm gonna be aggressive. Like, this is why I like certain players. Like, I do like Embiid for that reason because yeah. I think you know he always looks like he he's trying. You know, like even players, like people can say what they want about him, but Russell Westbrook, like Russell yeah. Westbrook is always a consistent, like he's on go yeah. every game, you know, and I like players like that. Of course, you know, Kobe was very similar to that. Like every mm-hmm. night it was like on him, yep. you know, I like players like that. So, you know, it'll be interesting, <laughs> you know, going into uh, the second half of the season. Now, before we go, my last question to you is, yeah. What now they revealed the like the all star starters and yeah. and everything um just recently or last night. And um obviously, you know, with no surprise, we saw Nikola Jokic up there. Um sure. but being the number one seed in the West as as the Nuggets currently are, yeah. Um, do you think that the Nuggets should have at least one more all-star? That's that's one question. Okay. And two, if it's Aaron Gordon, which I believe it should be. Yeah. Do you think that he should make it, which would then give us him in the dunk contest? And will he win the dunk contest <laughs> this time? Talk to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I got you. I got you. I followed. I followed. Um, yeah, I I think I don't. I mean, Jokic obviously is going to get it. He's going to get it for the next 10 years. But, right, but right. Um, it's tough because Aaron Gordon, he, he, he's playing phenomenal. I feel like the only issue is or. The fan is done, right? The fan results are done, I believe. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So that helps because, you know, I, when I keep seeing Draymond Green and Kevin Looney in top 10, not that not that Draymond is undeserving or Looney couldn't get there, but the it's kind of a slap in the face, especially because there's Sabonis is sandwiched between them. Yeah. Um, I just, I think, because I, I, uh, Gordon's only qualified for front court, I believe. Or yes. is he also? Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So he, uh, you know, I think it'll be kind of an uphill battle. I don't know entirely how it's going to shake out, especially because, I mean, obviously Sabonis wasn't going to get Western Conference starter because of Jokic. Right, but right, I right. think people were still a little bit un- upset about that. I, the fact that Shaw was kind of, I don't know, even then or, and I'm because I'm looking at it now, so I'm trying to figure out like how it really makes sense, especially yeah. from the fans. Because you got AD at three, which if you got a healthy AD for sure, he is a yeah. all out player. But I just feel like the fans go for Golden State Lakers or Clippers. Yeah, it's it's the fans that have the so, biggest fan bases for sure. So of course, yeah, of course you're gonna get that. But it's it's just tough because it's like. I don't think Kevin Looney should be in there. Draymond Green said iffy, and I don't even think he should either. But you know, I, 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 and even Wiggins, like Wiggins, he's a great starter or he's a great player. But like, why is he fifth in the fan voting? Like, truth be told, he should not have been a starter last year. No, God, no. Yeah, I I still, I still can't believe. I mean, listen, I understand how Golden State Warriors fans are. Yeah, they could be, they could be a little over the top. But bro, (laughs) Andrew Wiggins as a starter in the all-star game last year is still like weird to me. Although he did play really well. I'm not going to say that he didn't. No. Yeah. I'm going to give him his credit. I think he has changed his game. Um, He is not the, this superstar that people kind of expected when he first got drafted and number one overall pick and all that stuff. Um, Cause he's also another player that people were just like, Oh, he's, LeBron-esque and yeah. got drafted. Yeah. It's like, bro, I feel like they compare any small forward yeah. or any, like, you know, wing player that's, like, a little taller who can score a little bit to LeBron. It's always yeah. like, oh, you're you're measured on, like, a LeBron scale. Yeah. Um, but, no, nah, I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting. Like you said, I think it'll be tough for Aaron Gordon to get into the All-Star game. But, listen, man, you can't – I mean, I'm a firm believer in the fact that, man, the, the Nuggets are the one seed. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I believe that you should at least have a second guy. Yeah. At least that's yeah. the way I see it. I think it it, yeah. it should be that way. Like, you can't have um, you can't have two people from like the Knicks getting in because I'm seeing a lot of people <laughs> talking about they want Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson yeah. to get into yeah. the All Star game, which is cool. Now, mind you, skill wise, I think the Knicks have been extremely impressive this season. Um, look at what they did last night against the Boston Celtics. 
But I mean, if you can get two New York Knicks players in the All Star game, you could absolutely <laughs> find a way to get Aaron Gordon in the All Star game. For sure. And if it's just for the reason to have him in a dunk contest, because here's the thing. They have only announced three people in a dunk contest so far. Yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. So where's the fourth guy? There's hope. There's. I think they're. I think they're holding out. I but think they. I think they are too. I would there, sure there, hope so. Somebody else. So I mean, yeah. If he goes in there, he's winning it, bro. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I don't care what anybody. I, he listen. He might not be. Then again, I can't really say he might not be as spry as he was because it's not like he that was been that long ago and he's yeah, still yeah, young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you put Aaron Gordon in a dunk contest, bro. It's over with. I'm, I'm, I know, but I'll tell you, there's a guy, what's his name? Matt McClung, I believe is his name. Yeah. Max McClung. Man, that yeah. dude can fly. <laughs> yeah. He might be the yeah. only person. I'm not worried about Kenyon Martin Jr. No, I'm not worried yeah. about, I, I can't remember the other guy, honestly. Was it not Shaden Sharp? I can't remember the other guy. Respect. Yeah. I can't remember the, the other opponent name, but, um, I think once Aaron Gordon gets in there, I think it's over with. Uh, yeah. So, so please, um, NBA coaches, anybody that's listening, um, <laughs> do us right and uh, get Aaron Gordon as a reserve in the yes, All Star game because I did see um, Charles Barkley and those guys did bring him up last night. Oh yeah, um, they were yeah. talking about the reserves, you know, in in the last segment, and Charles Barkley mentioned a couple times, he's like, "Man, I, I, I you know, you got to have Aaron Gordon on there." Yeah. So listen. At least if if even Charles Barkley is mentioning his name, yeah. I think it'll be, you know, interesting to have him on there. But uh, yeah, listen, Jack, this has been an amazing show. Obviously, we had the pleasure of having uh, Connor on here, you yes, know, sir. a different perspective, you know, from a Sixers fan. And I'll make sure that, you know, this that'll be the first thing that goes up today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before I go out to dinner with the family tonight. <laughs> yeah. That, that segment with Connor goes up so everybody can take a listen to that. For sure. uh, moving into tomorrow, but this has been a pleasure. Do you have any last yeah. words here before we head on out? You know, yeah, like you said, it was great to talk to him. I thought we had a great conversation. I, he was very unbiased, which I really appreciated. Absolutely. And I mean, we knew that going in, but because we wouldn't have gotten some Twitter troll. But at the <laughs> at the same time, it was just it's refreshing to hear a Sixers fan because sometimes they just make me hate the team, hey, listen, <laughs> even yeah, even yeah. though I like the players. So no, it was a great conversation, but. Yeah, man. Let's hope this Nuggets pull off just for the sake of NBA Twitter. Absolutely. Yeah. Tomorrow, regardless of the result of that game, NBA Twitter will be in shambles. Yes, um, sir. We're going to get a lot of trolling, a lot of trash talking. And um, as much as I don't partake in that side of things, I will be watching it. <laughs> Even if the Nuggets win, the Nuggets lose, yeah. I will still be right there just watching it. I don't really get involved personally, yeah. um, but I will definitely be looking at it because it'll be entertaining regardless. <laughs> so um, sure. listen, everybody who is um, listening to us today, it has been a pleasure. We will be back next week with another episode of Denver Hoops and Dreams. Y'all have a good weekend. Yeah.